Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Just Go With It podcast. And if you are new here, welcome. My name is Jasmine. I am a certified life coach, content creator, and the host of this podcast. And I just have to say that I am very much looking forward to this week's conversation. Not only is this podcast a source of motivation and inspiration for all of you, but it also serves as a healing and therapeutic outlet for myself. A lot of the inspiration behind many of the topics that we discuss on the podcast come from my own personal experiences, the lessons that I'm currently learning and growing from in my own life and in my healing journey and basically what I like to do is reflect on the previous week that I've had and pull some of the main themes from that week and create a topic around that and as I reflect on this previous week that I've had I'm currently recording this on Saturday so as I reflect on the previous week It's definitely been a mix of emotions for me. It's been a week where I've felt frustrated, overwhelmed. I've cried a lot this week, but I also think that has to do with being on my period, TMI, I know. But I've cried a lot this week, which I don't typically cry. Like, it takes a lot for me to cry. It's also been a very healing week as well. So this past week has definitely been a time of personal challenges and that combined with being on my period, I decided to take it very slow this past week and focus on self-care and my mental health and just allow myself to go through the motions. And although this week may not have been my most productive or energetic week, I recognize the importance of these moments of slowing down and going within. Sometimes I have to remind myself that we can't always be on the go and we need time to slow down and check in with ourselves and explore what might be happening underneath the surface. And one thing that I've been reminded of this week is that the healing journey is never a straight line. And just when you think you've worked through something a small trigger can reopen old wounds, but that's part of the process and we learn to navigate that. And it wasn't until I slowed down this week that I realized I was feeling overwhelmed and anxious around certain things in my life and taking that time really allowed me to feel those feelings, work through those things, and prevent those feelings from manifesting in more harmful ways. So all in all, this week has definitely been a week of self-reflecting, going within, slowing down, checking in with my heart, with my mind, with my well-being and in doing all of that a few things have come up for me to work on that I want to share with all of you if you are someone who is also on a healing journey I think that these topics and themes will resonate with you in one way or another so throughout this week two main themes kind of came up for me the first was learning to stay grounded and rooted even when life feels uncertain 
And the second theme that came up for me this week was learning to take my power back through self-validation. And I think regardless of what your path may look like, what your personal struggles may be, I think that we all can benefit from today's conversation in one way or another. In today's episode, my intention is to provide support and encouragement along your own healing journey. So I hope some of this resonates with you and I really hope that you enjoy today's episode If you do, I would so appreciate if you could rate and review the podcast so that more people can discover this podcast, send this episode with anyone who you think may also be experiencing something similar. And if you want more of this content in your life, definitely check out my Instagram, my TikTok. I'm more active on there. And if you want a visual diary of what we talk about on here and more lifestyle wellness type of content definitely subscribe to my youtube channel i post all of that over there and everything will be linked in the show notes with all that being said let's go ahead and get into today's episode waiting on a tax return hopefully it ends up in your hands fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30 percent in 2023 if you're in a bind this tax season lifelock can help Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. So I think I want to start off with one of the main themes from this past week, which has been learning how to stay grounded and rooted even when life feels uncertain. So one thing that I've learned throughout my journey is when life is beginning to feel uncertain, the most important thing to do during those times is find ways to stay rooted and grounded as much as possible. When we lack that sense of stability from within, that is when we can easily feel lost or overwhelmed. And that is exactly how I began to feel this week as I've been trying to navigate certain challenges in my own life and for me incorporating daily rituals and practices into my life regardless of whether life feels uncertain or not is something that has been super beneficial for me. I think it's really important to have certain rituals ingrained within us so we can rely on them when life becomes overwhelming. So for me this past week, The first thing that I did when I began to feel overwhelmed is prioritize grounding myself and one of the first things I did is examined my mindset and my thoughts. Sometimes we unintentionally make things harder on ourselves through the thoughts that we choose to think and our mindset and the way that we perceive and interpret events can either amplify our struggles or alleviate some of that stress that we have. And this is not me saying to you, you know, whatever you're currently going through, you should just get over it and not worry about it because there's nothing that you can do about it. I find myself telling myself that sometimes and I know that it's not helpful at all to hear those things. And I don't know if anyone else is like this, but sometimes I fail to recognize how serious or overwhelming something is until I take a step back to think about it. Recently, I was having a conversation with my best friend and I was telling her some of the things that were going on in my life and the things that I'm trying to navigate. And it wasn't until I verbally expressed those things that I recognized that a lot of the things were actually very heavy stuff. 
and I actually wasn't giving myself the energy or the time to process any of it. So what I find to be more helpful instead of trying to get over something is practicing self-compassion. And embracing self-compassion involves, first and foremost, truly acknowledging your struggles, giving yourself the support and understanding that you need, and also reminding yourself that it's okay to feel uncertain, it's okay to feel overwhelmed, and I really wanted to emphasize this because, like I said, I didn't even recognize how difficult certain situations in my life were until I took a step back and was like, wow, this is actually some really heavy stuff and I haven't even allowed myself to like really sit with this and think about how it's affecting me. And, you know, I don't want anyone to feel like because you can't do something about it that you should just get over it and not worry about it because that's not healthy either. So there definitely has to be a balance between not letting something that's outside of your control stress you out and not giving yourself the time and space to actually sit with whatever's currently happening in your life. So embracing self-compassion is definitely the first step in staying grounded and rooted. And I think it's also important to focus on what we can control instead of fixating on what we cannot. For me this past week, I realized that a lot of the stress or feelings of overwhelm that I was experiencing were over things that I had absolutely zero control over. And once I decided to shift my mindset and focus on the things that I could control, that alleviated so much overwhelm and stress and that's not to say that I was completely okay and feeling back to normal. I was definitely still a little ungrounded but I wasn't as anxious as I was making myself feel. The first step that I would suggest is one, shifting your mindset to the things that you can control as well as showing yourself more self-compassion if you are someone who tends to kind of ignore some of the things that are going in your life or if you're someone who tells yourself to like get over things. There's also a few rituals and practices I like to do that I know will always help to ground me and one powerful ritual to ground myself is disconnecting from my phone, from social media, from other people and reconnecting with myself and with the environment around me. So that could be having a picnic at the park or walking around downtown or exploring a cute little town. I'm someone who really gets inspired by my environment, by new places, by the beauty of like nature and doing any of these activities puts me in a really grounding inspired energy and it's a way for me to shift my focus on what might be going on that's currently out of my control and focusing on what's happening in the present moment. So I did a lot of that this week. I visited a new coffee shop. We walked around downtown and I really just prioritized appreciating and taking in my environment, getting inspired, just so that I could even for a moment not be consumed with the things that were happening in my life that I ultimately don't have any control over. And another practice that's been very helpful in helping me to feel grounded is romanticizing my life. 
I genuinely enjoy finding beauty in the little things and I think my habit of doing that is what makes me love my life so so much. I genuinely enjoy my habits like my morning routine, making my iced coffee or going to my Pilates class, cleaning my apartment, cooking dinner. I literally love the mundane aspects of my life because I choose to romanticize them. And it's all about your mindset and your energy around the things that you get to do in your life. So I could do these exact things and I could treat it as another thing on my to-do list that I have to check off and not really feel inspired or motivated or happy when I'm doing these things. Or I could choose to take the time to be present with every single thing that I'm doing. I can create a vibe and a mood around the little things that I have to do each day. I can find gratitude for the fact that I can move my body and the fact that I have a beautiful studio to go to every day. Romanticizing my life, whether I'm dealing with uncertainty or not, is again what has helped me to truly fall in love with my life. I wake up most days and I truly feel grateful for the life that I get to experience, for all the little things that I get to do, and I've noticed that ever since I've really committed myself to romanticizing my life, I'm no longer just looking forward to like the next vacation or the next, you know, exciting thing going on in my life. Having this mindset has really been helpful when dealing with certain uncertainties in life and, you know, when life throws you curveballs. In a way, it can serve as a good, I don't want to say distraction because I feel like that's saying you're not dealing with the issues at hand and that's definitely not the case. But I think it just serves as a way to shift your mind away from maybe some of life's challenges, especially again when it's something that is outside of your control and really puts my life into perspective for me and helps me to appreciate all of that. So aside from disconnecting, you know, from my phone and seeking inspiration around me and romanticizing the little things in my life, creating a daily routine that nurtures my well-being has also been essential in helping me to stay rooted and grounded. And I think the key in anyone's daily routine is to find what works best for you and what you might need in this season of your life. So I recommend trying out different things until you find what works for you. Take into consideration the season that you are in in your life and what you might need in this moment because there are definitely going to be times where you might need a different routine. My current daily routine that has helps me to stay really grounded and centered despite all of life's uncertainties is currently doing a three-minute prayer meditation first thing in the morning. Of course, journaling is always going to be a part of my daily routine throughout any season in my life. Sometimes it's just a quick gratitude journaling session and sometimes it's more free writing, going really deep and writing like three pages It really just depends. I also like to set my intentions for the day ahead in my manifestation pad by Wild House Paper. And another part of my daily routine that helps me to stay grounded is going to Pilates a few times a week. Not only is the workout a very like intuitive grounding type of workout, 
for me it's also the environment i feel very inspired every time i walk into my pilates studio if you follow me on instagram i'm literally posting them like every single day like i'm literally obsessed with my pilates studio but it's because of the energy i feel when i walk into the studio so going there a few times a week is also very very helpful in helping me to stay grounded and there are a few other things that I like to do as well that help me stay grounded, but these four are definitely my go-to practices that I know will help me to stay grounded no matter what. Okay, I want to get into the second lesson or theme that really came up for me this week, and that has been learning to take my power back through self-validation. So if self-validation means validating yourself, External validation clearly means seeking outside circumstances to validate how you feel about yourself. And letting outside circumstances define your worth essentially means evaluating your self-worth based on the opinions of others, whether you get denied for a job or for a promotion or when you get ghosted by someone you were interested in. When we don't validate ourselves we constantly seek approval from others which can lead us to feeling empty and insecure and our self-esteem becomes very fragile because it's always at the mercy of other people's judgments about us and this can be a very toxic cycle to get easily stuck in of never feeling enough and feeling like you constantly have to prove yourself to people or you constantly have to do more, have more, achieve more in order to feel good about yourself and that can get very draining very quickly. And I think the most powerful thing you can do is learn to validate yourself. Regardless of external circumstances, in order to seek internal validation versus external, I think that requires connecting with our inner voice and cultivating a deep sense of self-awareness. And one step that I've been taking is practicing self-reflection and self-acceptance. And part of that involves acknowledging the good and the bad your strengths and your weaknesses and it's not just about loving and accepting the love and light side of you the good that people see in you accepting that part of yourself is very easy it's also about learning to love and accept the traits about yourself that you might not particularly like the parts of yourself that you hide from other people and this is known as your shadow self, your shadow side. And your shadow side is the part of you that maybe you try to hide from the world, whether it's traits you view as negative or things you don't like about yourself. What I've learned when it comes to self-acceptance is you have to be able to fully accept all of you in order to begin loving all of you. And Along with that, I think, comes releasing the need to be perfect and embracing your imperfections and understanding that your worth doesn't diminish because you aren't perfect or because you have parts of yourself that maybe you aren't so proud of. I think when we let go of the need to be perfect all the time, to be happy all the time, to, you know, be easygoing all the time and never feel a negative emotion and we instead focus on just doing our personal best and we shift our focus towards personal growth and learning to embrace our negative side and maybe better the things about ourselves that we want to improve and embrace the journey 
then that is when we are able to cultivate more self-acceptance. One important mindset shift that I'm still learning to embrace when it comes to self-validation and self-acceptance is the belief that your worth is inherent and not dependent on external validation. So how many times have you said to yourself, once I get this job, then I'll feel successful. Or once I lose this amount of weight, then I'll feel confident. Or once I'm in a relationship, then I'll feel complete. There's nothing wrong with wanting those things or wanting to work on yourself in any way. But the problem comes when we, again, rely on those external circumstances to feel like we are enough. Recognizing that we are enough just as we are, whether we are single or in a relationship, whether we weigh a certain amount, whether we have a specific job title, allows us to release the need for external approval and really helps us to begin loving who we are through every single stage. And what happens is when you have that internal validation when you do get into that relationship or when you do get that job promotion your worth is no longer tied into that thing so if that relationship were to end if you know you were to lose your job you would still feel worthy and good enough regardless of those things and i think that is one of the most powerful things that we can do for ourselves and when we aren't relying on like the opinions of other people or we aren't relying on approval and you know the need to prove ourselves we literally become unstoppable this week i definitely needed this reminder i found myself waiting on certain things to happen so that i could feel like i was successful or so that i could feel like i'm good enough and i'm worthy enough and this is a deep rooted wound that has been with me since a very young child and that's kind of what I was mentioning um, at the beginning of this episode how our healing journey is never linear sometimes you think that you've worked through something and then something happens and you're like oh wait I still have some more healing to do and so that was definitely my experience this week I thought that I had healed this wound of needing external validation to feel like I'm worthy enough or to feel like I'm doing enough or that you know I am deserving of all the things that I want and I definitely 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 worked through this even more so this week and I'm sure there will be a time in the future where I have to work through it again and once I reminded myself that I am worthy regardless of what is happening around me or regardless of what I have or any of you know anything that's outside of myself my whole energy instantly shifted like I just felt so much more confident. I felt so much more certain in my life. I felt so much just better overall. And I was no longer, you know, waiting around for things to happen in order for me to feel happy or successful. These are the two lessons that I had to learn this week that I was reminded of. These two learning lessons really came at a perfect time because I feel like I'm at a stage in my life where in order for me to get to that next level, these lessons have to be learned. I wanted to share that on the podcast because I know I'm not the only one who struggles with these things. Like These are very common issues that I think a lot of us deal with in one way or another. So I hope that this episode helps you on your healing journey wherever you might be. And I really hope that you enjoyed today's episode. 
If you did, again, I would so appreciate if you could rate and review the podcast, share this episode with anyone who you think may need it. Be sure to check out our sponsor for today's episode. If you're interested in deepening your relationship with your partner, you can download the Paired app at paired.com glow and you get a seven-day free trial. And if you want to keep up with me on any of my other platforms, the links to that will be in the show notes. That is all I have to say for today's episode. I hope you all have a beautiful week ahead. As always, until next time, remember to just glow with it. Mm-hmm.